Ladies and gentlemen, I know you miss me. This, This is the Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Ned and Josh podcast. Canberra Region Workers Compensation Specialists. Malaganis Edwards Johnson. My sister is getting married at the end of next year. Now, the end of next year, yeah, so she, she, got engaged, she got engaged in the middle, uh, the beginning of last year, I think. Right, okay. Yes, the beginning of last year. For two years. Yeah. So she's had a very long engagement. She's been planning the, she hasn't, she's had a long engagement and hasn't decided to not plan the wedding immediately. Mm. So she's planning the wedding like it's happening tomorrow, even though she's got like two and a half years. Similar to if you were fortunate enough to get tickets to Blink-182, uh, I thought it was next month, and it is uh, it is next month. Mm-hmm. Just a year and next month. I'd agree with you, but I think what, the way Kate's doing this, she's more planning like a city when they get the Olympics. Yeah. She's okay. got a long yeah. time to go, and she's putting that much effort into planning yeah. it. She's like, we don't ahead. even have a stadium yeah. yet, guys. What uh, the hell is going on? Do we need one of those? Yes, we do. Okay, let's go. So that's what she's doing. But the problem um, that I am facing is... I don't know whose side to take in a bit of a family quabble that's that's yeah, sprung up. Okay. Because I think if you're going to name your wedding date and make it that far in the future, you can't expect to monopolise the calendar for the rest of that time. Yes. My cousin Bryce is also getting married. He got engaged probably about three months ago, I think, if memory serves correct. Sure. So these social media posts went up and all that stuff. Yeah. And then the announcement of the date went around. It is incredibly close to my sister's wedding. Let's say, let's not give away any dates, but let's say your sister's uh, wedding's on the 10th of December. Mm-hmm. Is that it, is startlingly, I think it is. Oh, okay, I think right. it is the, the first weekend of December in 2024. Is it within 10 days either side? No. Is it within 20 days either side? No. A month? Yes. Bryce is getting married on the last weekend of October and Kate is getting married on the first weekend of December. I will say... important to note here, this is an important thing to note, both sides of the the family are the same. So Bryce is my dad's sister's son and Kate is obviously my dad's daughter. So Mm. it's the dad's side of the family. It's not like these are separate sides of the family. There will be many of the same players Mm. will be attending these weddings and the dates are a month apart. How are we feeling? Because I think that's way too close. I, I, think, will say, I think you know you've got a first cousin yeah. who is having a wedding that's way too close. I will say it's definitely on the line. Mm. I will say the only wiggle room I think that your cousin gets is that it's not November, December. No. There is a month in between where nothing is. full that no man's said, land month. You are cutting it thinner than anyone has ever cut it with mm-hmm. just putting it on the last weekend of the month before. Yeah. And then your sister Kate's being on the first weekend of that one. But on paper, no one is having a wedding on the 11th month. Mm-hmm. That being said, I feel like it's too close. Yeah, I feel like you will be Bryce will be on honeymoon during the, yeah. the, the no I, man's land month. Or is, is, so is Kate saying she's going to go to this Bryce's wedding? Yeah, I think so. If he wasn't she'll coming be to mine, a wedding, yeah, attending a wedding. If, if a month before her wedding, if they weren't coming to mine, I wouldn't go to theirs. But also, would you prefer to go first so people see it and then they see the second wedding and go, "Well, this is nicer," or? 
do you rather go second? And you, know then, what? you know what? Stop. stop. What? Producer Michael has essentially been nodding his head yeah. off his shoulders. Yeah. I think you want in on this conversation. I kind of do. Yeah. 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 Okay, so yeah. what, do you, what, you question, what do you think about all of this? 100% what Ned was saying just before. If this is the way it's going to happen, I mean, she can't make, yeah. she can't cancel someone else's wedding. Or move it up. So you can, you absolutely going second because yeah. you treat that first wedding as a dry run. Yes. As a family. Yeah. You see how the family Family yep. act. You see how the yeah. family interacting. You know Correct. what's going to work okay. for your yeah, wedding, yeah, yeah, and yeah. make any adjustments that need to happen in the six weeks after. Because as you said, there's going to be a lot of re- reoccurring cast members mm-hmm. that show up to your sister's wedding. That's going to be at your cousin's wedding. Yeah, I am 100% with Michael. You do this as like a dry run. You make sure you're like, all right, there was enough beers. This needs some more wine. Okay, yeah, okay. Uh, this person doesn't like this. These two people clashed heads a little bit. each other. So yep. let's put mm-hmm. them a little bit fur- further away or whatever. And it also gives you a month of wiggle room. It'll be too late at that point to fully un- people uninvite people. Yeah. Like, it's yeah. too late to just cancel invitations. But certainly not too late to change the seating arrangements. Yeah, true. true You're true, sitting true, true. outside in the car park and the rest of us are inside in reception. So this is advent- That's instead of me not inviting you, you're going to have to sit out in your car all this day. Is, uh, you're gonna do, uh, we're going to do a COVID-style wedding even yeah. though everything's fine. Yeah. Everyone else is fine. We're just Zoom. self-isolating from you. Very quickly yeah. say, we're saying this is advantageous. You're, you're spinning, you both are spinning Definitely this not. into a positive. No, but okay, I'm saying yeah, there right. is some positives to be taken from this. It's not ideal, but this is the best case scenario of the yeah. two. Okay. It's better yep. to go six weeks later than six weeks before. Because if, if, if I was in the exact same position as your sister mm-hmm. and I was still me, uh, I would just say, well, let's just do two at once. Mm-hmm. Let's just not, let's meet in the middle, halfway through November, yeah. we'll both get married at the same time. That day. is nearly yeah. as much of a lack of understanding <laughs> yeah. as to what's going on as I showed. Because when mum first told me the date for Bryce's yeah. wedding, I just went, Jerry, Jerry, <laughs> Jerry, Jerry. You maybe should Family be Family fight night. <laughs> A couple of things um, that I've been working on in the last 24 hours, namely one has been not speaking. So any moment yeah. I've not needed to speak, I haven't. My mum called me yesterday. I texted her to ask her everything. She was all right. She went, just checking in. I went, good. Good. Won't be doing Let's that. Do we'll be doing that another day. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, yeah. didn't have a 12-minute phone call with my mum. Yeah. Dad did the same thing which made me a little suspicious. But then Dad said, just want to talk to you about something to do with golf. And I went, all right, well, then that can wait until probably mid-next week, to be honest. I don't need to do that in any great hurry. I had the exact same thing. I had a nap yesterday, and I got called by each one of my family members just randomly to catch up. And I was like, oh, my God. I woke up, and I was like, oh, my God, what's going on? And Mum's like, no, nothing. And I was like, why's why's Dad, Ruby, and Tilly called me? And she was like, I don't know. I think they all just wanted to say yeah, hey. We're just all missing our boy. Which is lovely. Oh, oh, that's nice. But freaked me clean out yeah, when I woke very, up. very, very I was like, why are you all individually calling me? So it went for the old vow of silence yesterday. Um, I think that's put some good distance between me and croaky voice Josh yeah. that was on air yesterday morning. Yeah. Um, but then last night started to rear its head again. Big I don't know croaky. what I don't know what it was, but just started to get really. I think it was probably talking to Carrie. This is the yeah. first time I started talking for the yeah. day, so I had to be chatting to her and uh, probably just started coughing, started all that stuff, and then she started laying on the what I should be doing ritual yeah, of, of home remedies. Yeah, and when it's like. A croaky voice. I don't think, well, I mean, I don't know, but I don't think doctors can really prescribe anything but, like, just wait it out. But then everyone has, like, an added remedy on top of just wait it out. I will say there's a, um, and, and it works for lots of people, I'm not, but I'm just talking about my personal experience. There's a popular brand of throat lozenge that mm. goes, I guess it starts with an S and it rhymes with 
Trepsil, and oh, right. that made me worse, not better. Yeah, I don't it, like, like, it put like yeah. a real itch in my throat, and I started coughing heaps, and I was yeah. like, cool, so these are the things meant to fix me, and it's almost triggered this. You didn't get the numbing worse. one, did you? I don't, didn't get the numbing one. Maybe that's what I should have done. No, yeah. no, I was going to say the numbing one uh, makes me feel very strange. Well, it's strange because this is exactly what the advice has been from uh, Carrie this morning. Apparently, yeah. I'm supposed to try and numb my throat as much as possible. Oh, well, so that would be perfect. I've gone for today. She's loaded me up with a little Tupperware container of honey. Lovely. And a little squirty bottle of lemon juice. Lovely. And Very instructed cute. me to put boiling water in a cup, yep. two teaspoons of the honey, yep. and then squirt some of the lemon juice into it as well. Yep. And then... Here we hey, are. Presto. Here Look, we are. You're fixed. I is don't know. It, I mean, this is it, it's essentially, she was like, you want to try and burn your throat, basically. Yeah. I don't know if I, you yeah, said that before. That's, that's, I don't yeah, know if I necessarily like, yeah. agree with that. She said, be on the precipice of burning yeah. your throat. You want to almost like, you want it to be almost uncomfortable. Yeah, but is that sort of like the same way of like, oh, if you've got a sore arm, I'll kick in the shin to give well, you see, something else to worry about. Originally, because I'm, I'm a bit of a freak. I don't like the taste of honey. So yeah. I have really, and I do not, do not enjoy warm drinks. So I have not I'll enjoyed. Not been good for the you last twenty minutes of trying to yeah. drink this nearly boiling honey water. How are you with lemon juice? Well, see, uh, this is what I, I is hate. That the one saving grace. I hate everything that I've had to do so far. I initially assumed that uh, how bad this was. Yeah. Surely lemon juice is to squirt in my eye, so yeah. I forget about the rest of everything that's going on. <laughs> Josh, a bit of rain yesterday afternoon, uh, and then into the night, I suppose. But there was, was a little I, bit of rain. Was I asleep during it? Um, because oh, I, don't know I what missed you're doing. it. I missed it completely. But yeah, it was about probably four or five. It started raining. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it started bucketing down as well. It was very, very heavy rain for a little bit. Uh, then kind of went away and then kind of came back. And apparently it's going to do the same this morning. So uh, I don't know if you've got any washing outside. Why? Why have you done that? Because it's been raining since yesterday yeah. afternoon. It's nearly been raining for 24 hours. Why have you decided to do that? Work it out. Uh, but yeah, no, look, I was actually kind of stoked on the rain. A, I was going to walk my dog and then it started raining. And I went, well, I can't do that anymore. So I guess I get to just keep watching TV yes. uh, and have some more food. But um, I was also like, this will probably chill it out a little bit, like chill out the weather. It won't be 31, which it's not, isn't it? It's meant to be like no, a top of so, 21 or something yeah, today. Slowly climbing back up to the 30s by like oh. mid-Wednesday, uh, by mid-Wednesday next week. Oh, okay, right. Well, then there you go. So it'll it be a slow climb. A bit of a it'll be a slow front. climb, yeah. But um, yeah, I noticed that after the rain, not immediately, but this morning when I woke up, I started walking around and last night before I went to bed, I, started, I, woke, I started noticing a pattern that I was like, this is because of the rain. Tell me about it. Um, Tell me about this pattern. At least, and I saw five, but I know there's more, five spiders I just found like crawling around my apartment that weren't yep. there this morning. Okay. Or yesterday morning, I suppose. Like there was one on the shower screen. There was one on the roof of the shower. I'm hoping one of those will just eliminate the other one and then I don't have to worry about a spider. Then there was one on the bench, one down at the door near my shoes, and then one on the door of my like car park. They've come out of the woodwork, literally. Well, they I think they were outside and just went, boy, what the hell is this? We need to get in. Quickly, yeah. what kind of spiders? Uh, so the two in the bathroom were huntsmen. Then the other one was like a, the one in the hallway was a black one, which kind of freaked me out. It was like a big black white tail or like, something. It wasn't white tail. I looked because I left my dog. Was in it a red back? It wasn't a red back. Oh, good. It was bigger than that. It was like probably like this big and black. Okay. And so I had a look and I was like, didn't look like a red back or a wolf spider a or funnel web. Or, or I don't know. Cause funnel webs are in funnel webs. Yeah, good point. <laughs> and they never leave. Yeah, they, that's the only time you ever see one. They're born in a funnel web and, and they die in a funnel web. Ned Attenborough is a hundred percent correct. I did check because of my dogs in my yeah, house today, yeah. and I was like, I don't want him just going around eating spiders. So I had a look, and they seem all pretty like irrelevant spiders, but. 
I hope they're out of there by today. Otherwise, I'm have to, yeah. I, yeah, look, I don't mind. When I saw them this morning, I didn't freak out and get, like, the bug spray or, like, try and throw them outside. I was like, you know what, boys? I understand. It's been rainy. It's been a bit much. You can stay in. I'm at work for a while. I've got to go get a haircut today. You so want them, you want them gone today. But I want them gone by the time okay, I get so home Okay, so here's my question to you, though. It's still raining outside. How did you communicate to yeah. them? Did you speak to a bunch of spiders this morning? I did you actually? Them. Did you make an announcement in your apartment before you left? Because otherwise, yeah. you can't blame them if they're still there because it's still going to be raining today. They're not going to be like, all right, time for us to go back to where we live. I'll, they're I'll show like, you this what is I did. Great. This is shelter. This is going to be a very Please visual thing. Please tell me you spoke to a bunch of spiders no, this morning. No, I didn't speak to them. This is what I did instead. The one, the two in the bathroom, right? Right. Now you have to describe what I'm doing to the to the listening audience because I don't know how to say this it. Right? Theatre sports, yeah. Canberra, welcome. I looked at the spider and I went like this. I did this. He's doing it. I'm like watching the, like you. I'm watching it. And then I'm I watching you, Fonka. Yeah, like, with my meet the meet yeah, the parents. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mm-hmm. did with my like two fingers to his. I should guess I should do eight back at him and yeah. then two to me and eight to his eyes. That would have been that would have been weird. It would look like you're a magician. Yeah. <laughs> Trying to do magic. Yeah. yeah, and then terrible. I went like this to the both of them. <laughs> oh yeah, it's like a little bit of I'm like a punch in the like head, I try to like a little bit of a them. square up. Yeah. Type. yeah, yeah, like I try to like freak them out. And, and uh, you're right, talking to them would have been weird. <laughs> <laughs> Josh, I'm going to tell you about a new proposed bill that's happening in Arkansas in America, um, and I just want to know if it would affect. We don't have to go into details. As a matter of fact, I don't think we're allowed to. But I'd just like to know if it would change your internet habits at okay. all. All right, let's find out. There obviously two senators have proposed a bill. Um, to try and protect some kind of sanctity on the internet, which mm. I would say is like trying to scoop it's buckets all just of water. A little off. too late. <laughs> yeah, it's like trying to scoop out waters, uh, buckets of water off the Titanic. I would say a little too late for that. Figure out something else. But what they're trying to do is they have proposed this bill that would require a digital ID online. So you would have okay. to, I guess, scan your actual ID or get some kind of digital ID. But that would be required to view pornography. Okay. The only thing that I think here is that we're going to be a better and a more well-protected human race mm. once people who understand the internet yeah. are old enough to be politicians properly. Correct. Like the majority of politicians yes. are people that understand the internet. Exactly right. Because trying to legislate against something yeah. like that is in saying to me. Yeah. And to everybody that's grown up with the internet. Correct. Like, okay, so there's VPNs, there's, there's a million yeah. ways around something exactly like that. Exactly right. Well, um, if we manage to figure out making fake IDs uh, as like actual things that people get to physical, hold and yeah. look and turn around, if you're putting that on the computer where you can actually edit things properly and make things look really not good, good luck. Yeah. Um... You would stop watching porn, wouldn't you? If, if you, you had, had to, to log in. Are you asking me a hypothetical is if you yes. had to give an ID every single time? If we were in Arkansas and say two years from now this insane law gets passed, which I doubt it will, but you would stop, wouldn't you, if you were there? Um, I, I know I certainly would. If I had to attach my name to every single time I open an incognito app mm. uh, tab, I would, um, I'd go back to paperback. <laughs> I don't think I... No, the only thing I'm going to base this on is I don't think I would. I don't think it would change anything for me. I think I think the thing here is, like, it's it's like an everybody poops situation. Like, yeah. what, are you, what are you feeling ashamed about? I, the other side of this coin, too, is, <laughs> and this is what people older than us would be saying right yeah. now to their radios if this was a two-way conversation, you just have to go to a video shop. 
Yeah, and hand a membership yeah. card over yeah. and look someone in the eye when you wanted yeah. to get a naughty VHS. Very like, odd. This is still <laughs> yeah. very removed. Like, and I guess if you went very to, removed. Even if you went to go buy like hard print, you would have to you go and, like to look take at a guy person. I remember when I was yeah. like fifteen trying to get like one I of those too. the soft core ones yeah. you could get. They were People. like you were technically allowed yeah. to have them. They were like an MA magazine. Yeah. And even that, I'd look at the guy and be like, I'm gonna get into trouble. Yeah. Oh, this isn't okay. And then it was someone who was two years older than you. He's like, I don't care. I do whatever you want. Yeah, really. um, I, all I would say to that, because I very much agree, and times were very strange back in the past mm. when you had to have face-to-face contact A lot beforehand. of interactions, yeah. I would just say, think about the library that might have been at your local video shop in the early 2000s slash late 90s, and think about what is on the internet. It's a very, very different pool of fish. Yeah. It's I didn't like say, you said, it's like my habits wouldn't change. I yeah, said, okay. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Coffee. Sure is, and it is your chance right now at getting Sunset Cinema Passes. Steph is on the line from Chisholm. How are you, Steph? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Very well, Steph. Now, you and I just need to have a quick, brief conversation, and I'll be able to guess how many coffees you've had in the morning. That's amazing to me, Steph. Is that skill amazing to you? It's amazing. It is amazing. Steph, yeah. if you had to adopt a... Oh, no, we're having the conversation. This is the... Yeah, oh. this is the conversation. Uh, Steph, if you have to adopt a female dog today, what name would you give her? Lola. Lola. Oh, I like that. That's, that's a, really, a lovely that's a name. That's a really nice name. Uh, and are you... Would you say you're more scared of grasshoppers or jellyfish? Probably jellyfish because I've never been stung by one before, and I yeah, don't know how I react. Yeah, and oh, grasshoppers just jump around; they're very erratic. But in terms of doing stuff to you, pretty harmless, I think. All right, yeah, I don't. That's Unless it. you're in a bug's life. Yeah, it's a good point. Not really. Sorry, let me rephrase that. It, that's our point. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I'm good. I don't need a. We're, we're done, Steph. Yeah. I'm going to go ahead. I was going to say none because you sound a little cheeky, but I feel like you're too into this. You're excited. You are happy to play the game. So I'm going to say you have had one coffee this morning. Correct. Oh, my God. That is it. 2023 is my year, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, my God. I cannot believe it. That was incredible. You've won tickets to Sunset Cinema, Steph, as well. Congratulations. I I cannot believe that. You impressed it? Or is that, was that, did you kind of expect this to happen? really impressed with how you worked that out. Yeah, me too. Me too. That was very exciting. It was very technical. Very technical. I don't... Yeah. No, yeah, no, it was. Good. (laughs) (laughs) The arrogance (laughs) has begun again. (laughs) Coffee. Ned, there is some conversation going on at the moment uh, that is happening in the UK that is... Well, it's threatening to make its way over here. It's been in the news with Lewis this morning. Um, Apparently bringing cake into the office for a birthday, something like that, someone's going away, could soon be a thing of the past. How come? Apparently it's not good for your co-workers. So if you've got a co-worker that's trying to eat a bit healthier, Mm. the UK watchdog has, has likened this to passive smoking. 
It's like right, so it might just get you off the bandwagon, yeah. off the wagon again. I think those two things are very strange to conflate because passive smoking is where somebody's smoking near you and you have to breathe oxygen. Yeah, it's kind of like you taking have cake. To. You don't have to take cake, well, especially like, if you that it's a temptation yeah. and it makes it harder. Yeah, but you don't. Still, at the end of the day, you don't accidentally breathe cake in. Also, <laughs> what? How are you getting from your data? How are you getting around in life? Have you got like essentially the shutters that racehorses have, where it's just this, so you can't see any food that you're not meant to eat That's at any given saying. point? You don't accidentally breathe in food yeah. or smoke, you can accidentally breathe in smoke. So, a weird analogy, but I get what they're trying to say. They're trying to say that it's just, it's not it's not a fair thing to put a bunch of delicious food in front of people who are maybe trying to have a bit of self-control and say this is a part of an office social activity. I so, will you're going to be weird if you don't take a bit of cake. Like, I get yeah, that. I will say that I kind of understand because it's, I don't really like A, cake at all but B, the cake that usually everyone goes for is chocolate cake. I really hate chocolate cake um, and I often feel like a stigma or like I'm being judged because I'm not getting involved with the rest of the office but that being said, if they've got like a nice caramel cake or a carrot cake or something. Mwah. And sometimes people say that Ned and I are hard to tell the difference with our voices. Yeah. So I just want to be clear to anybody who's considering maybe sending chocolate cake. Yeah. That was Ned. That Ned's. was Ned that Hello. was speaking then. Don't I, like Josh, chocolate. love chocolate. Yeah. <laughs> love chocolate cake. Feel free to send as much of it as you want. As a matter of fact, send me some because then it always ends up going towards Josh yeah, anyway. Love it. Yeah. Fantastic. Whenever we get a, a chocolate uh, drop from any client, it always all goes to you. Absolutely delightful. Maybe that's what we should stop doing because it's like, I don't know if you haven't really said outwardly that you were trying to eat better, but when people send us chocolate, they just... They should be aware that it's going... Both of them are going no, towards you. they should be aware of that because yeah. they'll only send one person's worth. This is what I'm saying. Send two per people's yeah. worth. Then producer Michael can get like a third. <laughs> that is how we distribute it. Wait, a third of mine? I get two thirds yeah. of the overall bounty. So you get one, and you then get I yours and half of, of mine, yeah. and Michael gets half of mine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's how I doled it out. Yeah. You know what? It's not don't a send any chocolate. It's not a democracy. <laughs> yeah. Don't send any food. We don't. This show doesn't need it. So while I'm not exactly disappointed to see the goodbye to cake because yeah. I hate singing in public, so the happy birthday singing I could do without yeah. that. I do want to institute a new rule, and that is I like it when work cater meetings. So when work here, yeah. sometimes we'll put on some sausage rolls or some party pies for or a sandwich. meeting. Yeah. I think that management in every structure of every business that has an office where you would have a staff meeting should have to do a little bit of a questionnaire. Could this meeting have been an email? Mm. And the amount of times you tick yes to that, that's the amount of dishes you have to cater for at the meeting that could have been an it's email. It's the variety of food yeah. that needs to be there. If so you've if got 16 points on an agenda yeah. and all 16 could have been written in an email. You're hosting a lunch instead. What? It's a banquet. <laughs> it's a banquet now. <laughs> Ned. Yes. My friend's getting married this weekend. Very exciting. I, um, it's actually, it's a bit of a weird thing because I think he thought I was kidding. I offered, because he's sort of, I think what what happened in, in having a chat with him is he's realised, so th- this guy's a mate of mine, but probably not, I'm obviously not invited to the wedding, so not not super, super close you friends. You wouldn't be in your MySpace top 10. I don't think he would be, yeah. and I wouldn't be in his, but That's we, fair enough. we're friends. Yeah. And he said to me, I think what he's realised is last minute, like their wedding's out, out of town, and he's sort of gone for a bit of a, 
Yeah, everyone, where is it? everyone's coming and there's no one to drive us to the wedding. Yeah, okay. And so I went, well, I'm, uh, it's, I, I actually don't know. It's out, right. sort of Bungendore, oh, okay, Gangaroo right. Way. Like, right. you know, that kind of... I thought you were going to be like, it's out in Orange or something. No, no, no. Yeah, no. Okay, it's, yeah. it's, it's the furthest, I forget where it is. It's one of those winery locations. So the furthest it'll be is like Murrum Bateman. Yeah, so, so maybe like a 40, 50 minute trip. Yeah, it'll be in the circular around Canberra yeah. where there are nice wineries to get married at. It's in one of those areas. Would you be able to hear this radio station from yes. there? Okay, yes, great. Yes. I do know he's already said it's about an hour and a half round trip. Yeah. So getting him out there and coming back will be about an hour and a half round trip. Cool. So I'm taking him and the groomsmen. I'm, that's that's my mobile. That's yeah, what I've, right. Okay. And I think he thought I was kidding, but he sent me a message yesterday going, are we on? And I went, absolutely, mate. It wasn't, yeah. it wasn't an empty offer. Like, I'm happy to take you. And so stoked. Yeah. And we're going to the wedding. Told Carrie this yesterday. Yeah. And she's gone, well, you're borrowing my car. She's gone, you're not taking your car, which is an immediate criticism of my car, yeah. which is, but also well earned, I think. Well, I also do, I think it's more of a podium standing of where your car sits. Yeah. And I think if you think that your car is above her car, no, no, you I'm need not to delusion. have a look I'm not in delusional. a car mirror. Yeah. Yeah. She's got a not quite a nice Volkswagen yeah. Tiguan. I'm like, you know what? If you're going to a wedding, that's probably what you should be rocking up in anyway. And your car's lovely, but it just shouldn't be the car to transport. It's a 25-year-old Mitsubishi yeah. 380. So if yeah. I got in that and I was the groom, I'd be like, I'm very worried. I'm going to miss my wedding. Yeah. So, so we're getting, we're gonna get, already I've taken her up on that offer. Because yeah, cool. I was like, that's a good way to make this a little bit nice more comfortable. Gesture. The groomsmen now, it's a seven-seater. So the groomsmen don't have to all bunch up. They yep. can all have a seat each. Fantastic. Um, the next part of what Carrie said got nixed by me. Yep. She said, let's get some ribbons and put it on the front of the car. Doesn't need to happen. I went probably a little over the top. That's okay. That's all right. She yeah. suggested a chauffeur hat. I went, that's kind of funny. That's very funny. Do we have that on hand? If yeah. so, why? Also, I, as someone who's looked into buying a chauffeur hat in the past, they are very expensive. Are they really? They're quite Unusual. expensive. Like over a um, hundred and something dollars. That's bizarre. Yeah. Uh, but then the third and final thing I'm on board with, but I actually don't think I should do it. She suggested... And don't don't anybody read into this because it's illegal for anyone in a car to drink in the ACT. Champagne. But she said, no, 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 this oh. is actually not what she said. She said, when you rock up, have shots ready to go for the groomsmen and the groom. Mm-hmm. Just have a bottle of whatever. Mm-hmm. Have the, the right amount of glasses for the groomsmen and the groom. Mm-hmm. Let them all do a shot as you drop them off. So it will just line up, little photo opportunity by the car, yeah. shot of, you know, whatever, quote, unquote, liquid courage. Off yeah. you go to the altar. Don't know if I want to be the guy yeah. giving them grog before they go off to the wedding. Like they don't want that to be my fault. Because what if they weren't planning and drinking until That's what they I'm got saying. there? I don't, like I don't a couple want hours to be. Afterwards. I don't think one shot's going to ruin everything. No, but, but at the same time, say they've already had a few beers. Certainly the catalyst. That's what I'm saying. They're getting ready. They've already probably had a few beers. Yeah, there's a lot of grooms who do that now. Yeah. And then my shot's the thing that kind of just sends them over. Sends them over the edge. Yeah. I don't. I don't think this is a bad idea. I think it's a lovely gesture. Yeah, but, but I, just, I also don't think it's a good idea. I agree with you. I don't know if this is maybe the way to go. Whilst being lovely, and honestly, the boys probably would love it. It's not really about what they love. It's more about like keeping them, just yeah. getting them to mm-hmm. the venue and making sure everything's okay. Also, you can hire party buses. Yeah, it sounds yeah. like your girlfriend is discovering what a party bus is. Yeah, for she's the first wanting time. me to be the yeah. party bus. She's like, yeah. you know what we could do? We could put a stripper pole in the middle of my car. <laughs> you won't get much stripping done. It is a teak one after all, and they're big but not that big. But still, I think it'd really bring an ambience to the, to the whole just, afternoon. I love the idea that I'm the one walking this back. Yeah. And for what I'd like the record to state right now, and this is, I'm very sorry, Canberra, because this is extremely specific. But a lot of Carrie's friends listen to this show, yeah. and they'll be listening probably about now because a lot of them come home from the gym about this time, 
just want this story to really demonstrate that I'm not always the bad influence. Yeah. It's not always Josh yeah. that's to blame for the bad influences. As someone who's known Josh for a while, a lot of the time it can be. <laughs> but in this exact situation, doesn't sound not like it always. is. <laughs> Josh, you're essentially allowed to fly with animals if you're in America. You and I discovered that last year when we went there. Uh, if they can be classified as emotional support animals. So if your dog brings you some emotional support, you can put him in a little vest and then take him to the airport. And then... You do have to get it signed off by a doctor, though. Yes. I think that's that's the big missing step that a lot of people in the States seem to just be going past. Exactly <laughs> right. And I also think you have to pay an exuberant amount to bring them on the plane. But a lot of people seemingly are happy to do that because I... Could not believe how many animals I saw inside of the airport. It was amazing. In, America, in every single airport. So many dogs. Which honestly, well, I don't understand because they're not service dogs. So it's not like, I don't understand what the padding rule is. If it's an emotional support animal, am I allowed to pad it? I believe so. But you have to, I mean, ask. I mean, obviously ask. ask person, yeah, but like but service yeah. dogs, you're not allowed to pat them. No, you, because they're, they're working. working. Yeah. yeah, they're working. These dogs are just, just <laughs> they've got a bit more on their plate than a regular dog yeah, might. They yeah. have to like look after some their person Some are trained, as well. though. Some, yeah, some, some are trained. Some emotional support animals are actually trained to do very specific things. Other ones are just a comfort. Yeah, And yeah, then yeah. the doctor signs off on that, and then they're allowed on the plane. Exactly right. So there is a lady who tried to get an emotional support animal through uh, TSA in the Florida airport by putting her animal in a bag. I'm having a look at the x-ray scan that they've shown. There is a laptop, some shoes, I think a coat hanger, a bunch of uh, chargers and stuff. And then underneath the chargers, boa constrictor. There's a snake. Ooh, I don't like snakes, yeah. as you well know. Anybody yeah. listens to this show is pretty across that I'm not a big fan of snakes. Yeah. But I will say one thing that I think is the most horrifying part of a snake is an X-ray of a snake. Yes, yes for some is, reason yes. that just makes me feel the heebie-jeebies in a very big way. Looks like goo on this picture. Um, you can't see its full skeleton. No, 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 it's no, got no. Like yeah, a million don't, ribs. I don't think that the X-ray machines at the airport are that strong. It's just ribs. It's, it's just all a snake. Is. It's head and ribs. Head and ribs. Um, yeah, you'll be very happy to see. This is like a statement that you can stand behind. Mm. The TSA have come out and said, airlines do not allow snakes in plane cabins. We've seen what happens. I've seen the movie. Yeah. Samuel Jackson was pretty clear with what he was. In fact, he was explicit. Yeah. About what he famously (laughs) clear as to how he, what he was over and how he thought we arrived at that situation. How he dealt with it. He opened opened some windows. And the TSA here in America, we stand behind Samuel. Is that actually what they've said? No, no. No. I was going to say, wow, that's amazing. That's funny. That's that's a good sense of humour. That is a good sense of humour. But no, they're essentially just saying, yeah, no, no, look, not on. Obviously, yeah, we've seen a movie. It's why we don't allow dinosaurs and stuff like that and Jaws. Uh, we've seen the movies. We've seen what happens. We've kind of just like not Once again, doing have it. Have they mentioned the movie? No, they haven't. What mentioned was their the actual statement? Their actual statement was the airlines do not allow snakes in plane cabins. Yeah, okay. Uh, that would be like what Samuel L. Jackson's character would have said if he actually worked for the airline he was on. Because it's like you still need to rain, maintain some integrity, especially in today's day and age. He would have said his speech from snakes on a plane, and then he would have like gotten off the plane and then been sued into oblivion. I love. You I, swore in front of my kid. I love the fact that these emotional support animals are a thing. I think it's absolutely wonderful. Yeah, and I and I really do mean that. I'm not even. I'm not no, even. No, no. I think it's great. Whatever can bring you comfort in the world we're currently living in. Good on you. Well done. You should cling to it. But at the end of the day, your emotional. You've, you've got an animal that actually a lot of people have a very real phobia fear, of. Fear. Your emotional support animal can't freak everyone else out. I it think can't be a one-way street. You yeah, also yeah. stuffed your emotional support animal into a bag. Emotionally support your animal. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, Ned, there's been a story that's at, 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 on the initial mm. quite shocking. Yeah. And you're like, whoa, that's very, very scary. That's but then good. start to pull back and go, okay, so to us here in Canberra, relatively safe still, no need to worry. 
three-metre crocodile has been spotted, seen, sighted about 440 kilometres south of where it's normally meant to be, just outside of Brisbane. So it's coming down, d- down the mountain, I guess. Down, down the coastline. Yeah. Um, so this, this crocodile, they don't know, they they haven't seen it again, but three, mo- three metres saltwater crocodile spotted just near Brisbane. I will say, I mean, I don't think you'll know, but do you know if they measure it from, like, snout to, like, its back legs or is it its tail as well? Is that included in the, the length of an it's hour? It's base, base to tip from what I understand. Is it really? Yeah, yeah it's, okay. it's from what I understand. Well, you take it, you measure it from wherever you need to, but I'm saying that, like, if it has a 1.5-metre <laughs> tail, that's not as scary as if no, it's, it's three like metres like long. A, it's like saying Telstra Tower is a skyscraper because exactly. it's got a giant spire on top of it. And yeah. it's like, if we, yeah, if we started measuring Telstra Tower from where Lake Billy Griffin starts, yeah. it's like, that's too, we're yeah. going too far down. I really, um, I do find this story interesting because whenever an animal's super outside of its normal habitat, I'm like, well, that's weird. That's is he lost? Yeah, what, is this a what new, are they up to? Is this a new thing that's going to be happening now where crocodiles yeah. might just be around Brisbane? What's what's going on? Then I started thinking, we're all talking about Brisbane though, aren't we? Mm. Can't stress how much I don't normally think about Brisbane. It's not, yeah. it's like I forget it's there. Yes. Like um, that's just how my, that's my default setting. Sure. Um, could we maybe get this off the ground a little bit? You want you want to bring crocodiles down? No, I don't. No, I don't. No, you're not. Let me finish. What okay. I'm what I'm proposing is we get a crocodile. That so we what keep, I said was that true. we tag a crocodile. Yeah. We keep tabs on it. We yeah. know where it is. Yeah, we put it in like Burley Griffin. Okay, we as a city know that it's there. Yep, and we just let it do its thing for maybe a week and a half. We get some photos taken of it. Yeah. Oh my god, look at it! We get some pictures of people at the jetty, like, and you can see it. Someone's holding a beer, and you can see yeah. it in the background. Yeah. Um, so you're and going then, for essentially a Loch Ness monster esque, like the Canberra crocodile ad campaign. We let that be a news story all around the country for a little while. Yeah, and then we get the crocodile and take him out of like Billy Griffin. Yeah, put him back wherever we originally got him from. Um, and then yeah. we just dine out on the fact that is people there or isn't there a crocodile yeah. in Lake Burley Griffin? We can sell Canberra crocodile crocs. We can sell Canberra crocodile crockpots. We can have like a whole tourism sector dedicated yeah. to the mysterious Canberra crocodile. Does sound like that's it. And all we'd need is two weeks of him being in the lake. Yeah. Who's you do keep saying we? Who's we in this situation? You and me. I'm the happy to put my board? hand up. I'm happy to, to do what part I meant of the this? city? I meant the city. I'm yeah. happy to. I'm happy to what, talk to some source a crocodile. No. Put, put it in the lake. Talk to some media outlets. Maybe yeah. I'll do that part of it. I can be yeah. part of the whisper campaign. Okay. Right. So this is. By the way. So this sounds like it's a government conspiracy cover-up to yep. just release essentially an incredibly dangerous animal into a very well-populated and cork city. Its teeth. Yeah. But you're thinking of like from The Simpsons. That's not what corking okay. their teeth looks like, I don't think. Okay. I mean, I don't know I for a fact. Little, I actually want to put wine corks on its teeth. So yeah, yeah from The yeah, Simpsons. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, exactly yeah. what they do on mm-hmm. The Simpsons. I don't think that's, I mean, I don't know, but I don't think that's how it works. But you're essentially doing a government conspiracy cover-up to release a crocodile for two weeks, then somehow get it out and still keep people talking about it as if there's some kind yep. of Loch Ness monster in like Billy Griffin. I'm happy to do the other part because I realise I haven't yeah. off- offered much of a role for myself here. I'm sure. happy to also source the croc camp crocodile crockpots. Where, okay, but no. I have right, source yeah. them. When people do ad campaigns or mm-hmm. when it, when someone does anything, there's got to be like a, a risk versus reward that yeah. you've got to take into consideration of like, should I do this thing? It's like, yeah, okay, great. People talk about Canberra for a couple yeah. of weeks and that's very exciting. Maybe people come try and find the Canberra croc. Will it jump out of the lake and start eating people around Lake Billy Griffin? 
No. That's a pretty... No, I don't believe so. We may lose a few Maltese Terriers, but yeah. for the greater good, for the greater good, <laughs> yeah. what are we talking about here? That was the Ned and Josh podcast. podcast. Canberra Region Workers Compensation Specialists. Malaganas Edwards-Johnson. Canberra's Hit 104.7.